my uh, the first time I met you though was at Hotel Montilone, Montilone, and uh, and it's this beautiful hotel. It's the last family owned hotel in New Orleans, and it's in, in French Quarter. They have a rooftop pool, and I was taking photos for social media, uh, just walking around, and you're out there just like just taking it easy by the pool, and I was just like, this guy has it made. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Spacers. From Austin, Texas, I'm Christopher Schmidt. On today's show, I'm joined with Wes Boss. Wes is a site and web applications designer, developer, speaker, and teacher. Probably most recognizable for his online courses such as Sublime Text Power User and React for Beginners. Before we get started, some notes on where I'll be and some words from our sponsors. First, CSS DevConf 2016, The Almo, is taking place this October 17th to 18th in San Antonio, Texas. Learn the latest by hanging out with the greatest. Chris Coyer, Jen Simmons, Snook, Trent Walton, and many more. Learn more about the sessions that have come through through double blind voting and register now at cssdevconf.com. The Virtual Content Strategy Conference event, Content Strategy Summit, is taking place on August 24th through 25th. Register now and get recordings for free in case you miss a day or miss an hour at contentstrategysummit.com. Uber is going to be the opportunity to give you new riders a $15 credit towards your first ride. Sign up at Christopher.org slash Uber and set it and forget it with the non-breaking space show newsletter. Whenever a new episode is ready, have it show up in your email box by signing up at newsletter.nonbreakingspace.tv. And of course, you can find show notes and links at nonbreakingspace.tv. And be sure to follow me, Christopher, at Teleject on Twitter. That's T E. L-E-J-E-C-T. As always, thank you for subscribing, liking, and reviewing Not Breaking Space Show on iTunes. Now, on with the show. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks a lot. Yeah, and uh, you just came out with a new course. Um, and so which I want to talk about courses. I want to talk about background and everything like that, but I just want to get, make sure... We talk about your new course, and 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 it's like about new JavaScript, right? Is that what it? Yeah. So it's ES6.io, and the course is called ES6 for everyone. Uh, so for those who don't know, ES6 or ES2015 is the next iteration, the next standard of JavaScript, and it adds on adds stuff on top of the existing JavaScript. It's kind of like when we got CSS3, we added stuff on top of the existing CSS. So uh, there's all kinds of new stuff that that comes along in ES6, and and this course is. For anyone who wants to get up to speed in every little uh, feature that ESX brings to us, well, I know CSS pretty well, so I want to continue along with that analogy. See if if I can break it at yeah. some point. So if if I use CSS three, the idea would be it would fall back and the browsers wouldn't uh, uh, choke on it. So if I use e uh, e six, would that would I uh, would older browsers uh, be able to handle it, or what would happen? Yeah. Yes and no. So. Um, it won't work in older browsers. However, we have this thing called Babel or uh, everyone pronounces it differently. But what happens is it transpiles your code into ES5. So if you were to write any of the features in ES6, it will compile it down to whatever the equivalent is in ES5. So you remember like back in the day, we had like like rounded corners that HTC where mm-hmm. you didn't have border radius and you'd fall back 
to this like weird thing or like we'd have PNG fix where uh, I think IE6 didn't have like transparent PNGs. Um, So those were like polyfills where if it didn't work in an older browser, someone would find a workaround to it. And in in JavaScript, if if some of these things don't work, you can just recreate that functionality with existing JavaScript. So uh, it's it's kind of a cool thing to learn because it, it just works. Uh, in in all the browsers, right? And so I was going through the uh, the initial getting, getting used to the course and everything like that. But it seems like there's a lot of setup involved. I got a lot of setup, but just some setup involved. And and uh, you have a course on Sublime, so of course I'm using Sublime because you have yeah. a course. So uh, and so you have to install like a package in or packages in Sublime and to to make this all work out, right? So. Um, it's actually the uh, the course I've done until module where is it until the 14th module I, I don't do a single tool it's just a simple .html file okay. and that's because all of this stuff works in all of the latest browsers oh, so nice. whether you're using IE Edge or Safari or Chrome or Firefox all of the stuff has been implemented in all these browsers oh, nice. it's only when like you've got somebody on like a, a two or three year old browser and you need to support them so okay. uh, there's no tooling involved until you actually need to go to production and that's where you need to build bring in something like like oh, Webpack nice. or Gulp or something like oh, that. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's surprisingly easy to get up and running with this stuff in just a .html file. Okay, cool. So awesome. Are there any surprises about uh, ES six that you liked, or that you, you you're like you're glad that's there, or? Yeah, um, all of it. It's it's all so nice to. It's funny once you start writing it and you have to go back to writing ES five for like maybe a project that doesn't have the tooling set up. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff like. Um, template strings, being able to, I don't know if you've, you've done other languages, but in almost every other language, you can just pop a variable inside of a string. And in JavaScript, you have to like do this weird concatenation thing. So uh, in ES6, you can use backticks, which allow you to just pop variables and in, in also any arbitrary JavaScript inside of a string, and it will execute without having to close and, and open your strings again. Yeah, JavaScript isn't foreign language to me still, so I'm still strong. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, there's there's all kinds of stuff in it, and uh, it, a lot of the videos what I do is I I go through and and do a quick review of of what things work. So like there's some there's a lot of stuff in ES6 around scoping okay. and the keyword this, which a lot of people still don't really understand at all. Uh, so I, I try to make sure that before we introduce another step of complexity to the keyword this, that we're all sort of caught up on on how it existing works. Right. Yeah, I think my problem is, is like, um, I'm not sure if anyone else has this type of problem, but it's like, um, um, uh, just, it's hard for me to code because it's my, my job. It just doesn't really like allow me to code constantly all the time. But mm-hmm. it's like, I know JavaScript, uh, the bits and pieces of it, but I think I just, if I were to code JavaScript and do projects all the time, I'd be probably solve this problem. But uh, just putting all the pieces together in terms of, this is what I need for this. This is what I need for that, and what, what I need for this. And so I've, I kind of equate it to my problem of not knowing the language pretty well in terms of, uh, which is what you know, it's a language of course, but just like knowing the right words to say at the right time and implement that. And so it's hard for me to say like, oh, I need to implement this. What do I need to, you know, I need, I know I need to do this function, but I'm not sure what ways, what things I need to pull from JavaScript to make. Yeah, it. I hear that a lot, especially with with a lot of my students who are new. They're like, I don't. I don't know what I don't know, and yeah. I don't even know where where to start with this kind of thing. And and honestly, you nailed it. It's just more you just spend more time in it, and it, yeah. it's something that you get better. You know what to Google. You get better at the terminology and yeah. and all that stuff. And it's just time. It's it's not personality type or anything like that. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, the amount of time I put in to learn CSS was like, I'm kind of embarrassed sometimes, but yeah. uh, it helps out <laughs> yeah, <me> a lot. <laughs> so. Like I, th- even this course, I put like how many hours? I think I put like 300 hours into this course. Yeah. And then people could take it in like five or six hours. And it's just like, oh, I needed this course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Cool. And then um, I do want to talk about your other courses. Um, and then I want to talk, I do want to talk about like, the nature of the well, let's just talk about the nature of the courses. Yeah, let's put a pin about talking about your other courses later. But which are yeah, all, yeah. but like the nature. How do you go around building your courses? What goes into them? Yeah, usually what happens is I'll start with sort of an idea or something that someone needs to learn. So uh, for React or ES6, I'll say, okay, these are the the things that we need to learn, and then I'll think of something that's really fun to build uh, along the way. Or in the case of ESX, a whole bunch of stuff that's fun to build and. Uh, and also something that you would use in your your day to day, so you could you could look at an example app that you're building and, and relate it to something that you're going to build uh, in your actual code. And then, sort of once I have what you need to learn and, and what you're going to build, I sort of work backwards and uh, and go through all of the pieces, make sure I do I do a lot of research to make sure that what I'm teaching is best practice, or I actually know what I'm talking about. So a, a big chunk of it is is the research end of it as well. Okay. So like, like how how do you know when you like you say you pick a topic and, and how do you know what people need to know about you know uh, you know the next version of JavaScript? Like how would you know like this is yeah. all the, all they need to know or or, um, or is it just a lot the, of yeah. part of it is ES six it's going into the spec mm-hmm. and uh, and reading all the different pieces of of what is new in JavaScript. This one was a little bit easier to fill because you just take a list of everything that is new and, and go through each piece explaining it and, and making sure you understand all the, the ins and outs of it. Um, and then, I don't know, with the, with the other courses, it's just, just lots of research, lots of reading blog posts and articles, lots of talking to experts in the industry and asking them what their thoughts are and uh, listening to what people on Twitter say about X, Y, and Z. So it's, it's really just immersing yourself. Like There's no way I'd be able to to crank out, like, like for example, an Angular 2 course. Like, uh, I know a little bit about Angular 2 right now, and, and I'm starting to, to ramp up on it, but there's no way I could crank it out in, in a week or so because I, I haven't been immersed in that. So if I were to do an Angular 2 course, I would need to spend a couple months making sure that I actually know this, this community and, and everything and all the different ins and outs of it. And then, um, and then you do offer some courses for free. Is that right? Like, so the, well, not for free, but like, you know, you people just sign up for it, but like, uh, the Flexbox course. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple, mm-hmm. uh, a couple different free ones out there and that's sort of, uh, my gateway drug. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I, I offer them for free or, or people have to sign up for them. Right. Um, and then, uh, when they, when they get them, they go through them. And, and for me, that's, that's a way to show people what my teaching style is like. Uh, and that's where where I find a lot of people who buy my courses. They say, "Hey, I really like the way that you explain Flex Grow. I never understood it before." And right. you, you're really, I really like the way that you explain it. And I sort of find like my little tribe of people that like the way I explain things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I have a whole bunch of different free ones, and it's really cool because like the free ones let me get paid for the paid ones, and then the paid ones let me make more free ones, and it's just this like never ending cycle. Hopefully, mm-hmm. where uh, if enough people buy the paid ones, I can just keep cranking out uh, the free ones as well. Cool. And is this your like your, your day job? Yeah, I've I've recently just for the last maybe two months, I've I've gone full time on this. Uh, but I've been I've been doing this for I don't know about three years now. Mm-hmm. While I've been uh, doing consulting and stuff, 
So I still will always do some consulting because nobody likes a teacher who just does like examples and, and doesn't actually encounter real world problems. So right. all of the stuff here, I want to make sure that I'm actually using it in my in my day to day code before I just teach somebody the the top level stuff. So um, so the question we always ask people is like how do you, how do you get involved with the web and how, oh. how, how like how what was the first moment you like you saw the web as you know like you interacted with it yeah um the first moment i interacted with it is uh i, don't know, I think i was grade five or fifth grade as you all say down there <laughs> um and i don't know my dad was my dad was in it so we had the first internet connection on the block oh nice i, I used it to, to download games and just just cruise the web and it, it wasn't then when i started building but um, I think when I was in like grade seven or so, I got my domain name westboss.com for for my birthday, um, and uh, that led to me figuring out how to build websites uh, and 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 all that good stuff behind it. And then in in high school, I was I was really involved in uh, like the hardcore scene in like the hardcore music scene here in in Canada, and uh, I was doing a lot of Photoshop, doing like band art and T-shirts and like just like skulls and blood and all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, and then MySpace came around, and I don't know if you were on MySpace, but uh, the way it worked is that you you would put a style tag in your bio, right. and any any CSS that you popped into your bio would be applied to your thing, and that just blew up because everybody was. And, and it's funny how many how many devs I meet now mm-hmm. that got their chops in CSS from MySpace because it was just a nested table disaster. Oh, yeah. And there was like no class names on anything. So it was just like TD, 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 TR, TD, TD, TH, 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 TD. And then that would be the selector where you would like style the like the audio player or something like that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, of course, I don't want to brag, but I was on MySpace and Tom was my friend. I just want to like just let you guys know. So, but... But, That's great. <laughs> yeah, I was. I it's funny because, uh, like, I, a big I use Twitter now to like get a lot of my uh, sales and, and and meet a lot of people and and let them know about what I'm doing. But like, when I was doing band T-shirts, I had like twenty thousand people on MySpace following me. Wow! And uh, and that's where almost all of my my income was coming from when I was in high school. It was just building. T-shirts and MySpaces and CD art and posters and all that good stuff. Okay, so there's like so many things that you mentioned that I have to follow up on. Yeah, uh, one is you got a domain name for your birthday. Yeah. So like that is like, uh, did you ask for that? Did your yeah? I was like, <laughs> I remember looking at it like a like a hosting package was a couple hundred bucks or something like that, and then the domain name was like I don't know, like twenty five bucks at the time. Yeah, and. Uh, I was just like I was kind of embarrassed. I remember being like, I think I would. I, I told my parents I wanted to like start a business, and uh, I was kind of embarrassed to ask about it for a long time because I thought that was stupid. Uh, but uh, uh, but I, I ended up happening, and, and they got it for me, and, and it really just took off from there because I would just put these t-shirt designs. If you go back on on Wayback Machine, you can see all these t-shirt designs that I did. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to see on on who is when it was registered. 2004. 2004. Okay. 12 years ago, almost 12, almost 13 years ago. Oh wow. Yeah. Were you in a band? 
No, that's the thing is I wanted to be so bad. Yeah. But I was just terrible at all of music and <laughs> uh, I couldn't. And like, I also wanted to like, like do backup vocals for friends and like, it was like all like screaming and stuff. And I just couldn't kick it at any of that stuff. But like, I could make these like really sick t-shirt designs and, and everything like that. So I was like, like really involved in the like management and like getting the merch done and it, talking with printers. And I, I would sort of like manage bands, I guess you could say. I would do all the the behind the scenes stuff that wasn't making music. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's that's pretty awesome. So you're doing yeah. design work and and just getting them. Yeah, just I mean that that's a that's a serious job right there. Yeah, it it was fun. Like I was making like I would charge like forty bucks for a t-shirt design, yeah. uh, but it wasn't much. But like as a as a kid in high school, it was it was good money for me, right? Right. I mean, yeah, you get the learn and then you get paid at the same time so. yeah exactly and, yeah. Uh, animated gifts were another thing on myspace everyone would have like animated gifts of the band mm-hmm. like lightning in the background i would do a lot of those as well i think it was like 15 bucks for an animated gif okay. do you want to do a shout out to the bands that you worked on that's all yeah what band well, did you do? way back then the big one was uh it's, it's still a friend of mine was uh guilty as charged just a local band here's some guys i grew up with mm-hmm. um but all over the place. I can't even remember some of the names that I, I worked with. That's cool. Yeah. It, yeah. It's funny. And now now that everybody is like old and grown up, I, I start seeing all these guys that were in bands. They come back to me for, for websites now because everybody like I like lost touch with everybody for like a couple of years. And now everyone's grown up and has kids. And then they're like, oh, I actually have a business now. I need a website. Cool. And then um, I do just say that we talked to a lot of people and I know a lot of people who Started in music and then they had to make a band site. Yep, and that's how they got like I roped into it. So, yeah, is that, is that how you got into it too? No, I was a nerd. Oh, okay. I was an uber nerd. Uh, so, uh, no, how did I get to it? No one's really asked me that before. Oh well, I don't think I don't think maybe yeah, it's the first time. So, I, but you're you're spending the, you're turning the tables on me, and I don't like that. I appreciate that at all. But uh, yeah, so your your courses that are free are the Flexbox and Markdown, right? Flexbox Markdown, uh, Learn Redux, which is sort of like a next steps after you take my React for Beginners course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I sort of did, you know, like drug dealers say the, the first one is free. I did the, the second one is free. Okay. <laughs> um, but that was basically people got through my my React course and said, hey, like keep doing it because I, I keep on learning like the next step mm-hmm. in, in learning React. So um, that one I got uh, a company called Sentry to come and they... Uh, they paid for my time to to dev the all of the stuff and 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 record it and everything, and then I that allowed me to to release it for free. Um, and then I have a, a one on command line, which is called Command Line Power User, and that just uh, you you know like when like designers or like front end devs mm-hmm. first enter the the terminal, it's like impossible to use. Right. So it's it's aimed at like getting comfortable in the terminal, so you're not just like pasting in random commands you found online. Right, yeah, which is which is always, yeah. It's yeah. I, I find that's really tough too. Is just uh, I've been trying to get over the command line. It's it's still kind of tough. I still have to cheat my way through that too. So, but uh, but again, that's another thing with like trying to know the commands helps knowing the language helps out. Yeah, so. yeah. Because I was teaching, or I still do. I teach like a a course in Toronto, and whenever I would do anything on the terminal, people would stop me 
And it was, it was from like, how do you get that color to what What did you just do there to hop three levels? Or how did you quickly access that folder? Mm-hmm. So like, I just got tired of yeah. explaining it to people. So I just recorded a series and it's, it's been doing really well. Cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, because it's kind of, Kind of, kind of hard to do that. It's it's, yeah, it's really hard to to get up and running. It's it's weird that like front end devs have to use this thing called the command line, which is previously a very mm. uh, I don't know low level thing, and, and now with JavaScript, it's becoming a very like common thing. Well, I think it's not just that, but I think it's just uh, what would you say? Like, I think uh, you know we we have this thing called responsible design. We have to build for like two to three to four versions of our website. Uh, we have to we have to make sure our CSS uh, is more complex because we have to build and maintain for these different things. Um, you know, we have this thing called uh, design systems now, which we try to modularize our CSS. Uh, we have to optimize our images. Uh, there's all these modules for Gulp and you know these task runners. You know that kind of start with Ben Altman doing uh, Grunt, yeah, and then Gulp and some of that. So. Um, it's always tasks that, that do it. I mean, and you just can't have you know. There was, I'm, I'm not sure it's still out there. I'm pretty sure it is. I would, and I'm, I'm probably still using it a lot more because, you know, I'm still trying to suffer through command line and go, uh, which is a whole different issue because I think my, I think my computer is bored between Mac ports and Brew, and so I have to like. Oh I, yeah. I, yeah. So I basically just ripped everything out, and I'm starting fresh again. And I was like, ah, oh, something's not, something has to give. Um, but yeah, so we have we have all these things, and so it, it's it's become. Uh, so using CodeKit, right? So we could use CodeKit to like speed up the process and make a GUI, but then you have to master the GUI for CodeKit. You have to do all that stuff with that, and that doesn't really team doesn't really spread up. You know, it doesn't rev up for team development, from what I gather. No. So no, it has like a like a like same with prepros. They have like dot prepros files, mm-hmm. but then you have to get like everybody to install it and to import that file and right everything like that. Right, and then um, and then you have to like deal with. Um, Git and, and GitHub and doing do yep. some of that. So, and it just seems like uh, it's better just to build your own like mini code kit, you know, with with, with your with the task runners and some of that. So, um, so you have to like be thrown into the command line, you know, as a yeah. person. So. Yeah, yeah, you can try dance around it for as long as you can, but I find that eventually everybody is gonna figure out have to how to get into the the command line, right? Yeah, I think so. Too. I think so too. So, the sooner you get over it, the better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, I don't. So, how, what are? Can you describe the courses and and what you use to 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 build them? Are they like the software you use or? So they are screen captures, or I use a program called ScreenFlow to record all of them, and then I have like a backend system that I've built on Node and Express, and that runs. The entire uh, the entire system for for the paid ones at least so that does all the accounts and the charging and the receipts and accessing the 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 videos that they should and blocking the ones that they shouldn't and and all that and then the uh, the free ones I'm moving over to that but right now it's just uh, some uh, GitHub pages it's all on GitHub which is kind of cool you can see it it's a big gulp file um, GitHub pages and then I've got some PHP scripts that. You, I hit with Ajax that will send the videos to to you once you've you signed up. Okay, cool. Yeah, because they're because the cost is just your email address. And just like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and if if you don't like giving out your email address, then 
you can also find them on on YouTube and stuff like that, or you can just put in a burner. Uh, <laughs> a fair amount of people do that. They put in a burner email address, and yeah. it'll. I don't mind that either. It's just uh, most people that put it in their email address, they want to hear when I have more stuff. Right. Uh, so, well, I think it's it's, it's half fair for all of them. Yeah. Into it, so. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think so. Sometimes you get a, a, a couple cranky people, but yeah. uh, this is this is how I run my business and feed my family, so I'm not too worried about it. Right. So, do, do you know what uh, your next course is? Um, I am going to right now. I'm re-recording uh, my React one, uh, just because that stuff changes so quickly. Um, and then after that, I've I've got a couple ideas out there. I want to do a Git one eventually. I want to do a Node. One eventually, uh, I'm tossing around an Angular two one, just just all kinds of ideas. Basically, just listening uh, to what people's pain points are and, and and what's becoming popular, and and that's sort of how I choose. Okay, cool. One thing I noticed, and it's getting kind of, I know, like, one is the popularity of Slack, but I noticed like um, you have you have Slack channels, that, so when people sign up, they can yeah sign up for Slack. How is that? It's it's awesome. I love it. Um, so every time you buy a course, you get you get added to the Slack, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's rooms that people can talk about the course together, and and it's really great because like there's no way that at sixty bucks or whatever I charge for the course that I can give private support to every single person that has a question. Mm-hmm. So um, the Slack chat is just a way for for people to ask questions, and people to help, and and it's really cool because like that's how you get better at. At, at these things is you you help other people and you help explain it and you teach other people so uh, everyone just helps each other and then also there's just just like it's just this community of pals that has has sort of come together where everyone is just talking about everything web development related and and whatnot okay. yeah I just yeah I think my big fear is um, and this could be just because I've been an old fogey on the internet is just like some like it would get, it'd get a bad egg or something like that but I don't think that's you know in the community in the Slack channel, so is that the, a bad egg in there? Yeah, yeah. It it actually, I'm sure that will happen eventually, but it it really hasn't happened just yet, right? Um, and it, yeah, it's it's. I've sort of just said this thing is self moderating until it needs to be. Mm. Um, and at that point, I might have to get a couple extra hands in to to help out. But it's so far, it's been. I don't know. I, I think that you get a really nice crowd when when people pay for stuff. Uh, you don't get the the YouTube gremlins coming out. You get the like the. There's a lot of really nice people in this yeah. industry, and and I think I've found them in my Slack room. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, that's my big fear. But I think that's also that's pretty cool. I think that's yeah, pretty awesome as support for, for that. So, all right, cool. Yeah, um, well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much. But I do want to say that the my my first time I met you on that story is it's a quick story, but. Uh, was at uh, CSS DevConf. Yeah, I got my look at this. I I don't know if you're doing video, but I have yeah. a pencil. Yeah, right there. Yeah, so and you get the pencil for. Uh, we don't really pro- we don't really promote it on CSS DevConf, but uh, but yeah, you get the, if you win like the top six yeah. presentations, you get uh, a giant pencil <laughs> award. I was very proud of it. It's it's clearly displayed behind my head. Cool, awesome. <laughs> and, yeah, that that was a really fun conference. That was. I don't know. That was three years ago. Not last year. Yeah, it was two 20, years ago. Yeah, almost twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah, that was. I, I really enjoyed that one. That was one of my first bigger conferences that I had done. My uh, the first time I met you though was at Hotel Montilone, Montilone, and uh, and it's this beautiful hotel. It's the last family owned hotel in New Orleans, and it's in, in French Quarter. 
they have a rooftop pool and I was taking photos for social media, uh, just walking around and you're out there just like, just taking it easy by the pool. And I was just like, this guy has it made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally remember that. Yeah. yeah so. That was, uh, Loving that. Yeah, that's that's one of the perks of uh, working for yourself, right? Yeah, I was like, man, this guy, he knows what's up. So, I was <laughs> cool, man. Well, thanks so much for uh, for being here and um, and sharing your time. No yeah. problem. Anytime. Thanks so much for having me. Cool. And uh, how can people find you on the internet? Uh, West Boss, W-E-S-B-O-S on everything. Just Google it and you'll you'll find me. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. All right. No problem. Thank you. Now, on with the show. And now, on with the show! Now, on with the show. Now, on with the show. (laughs) 